Hi there, everyone. I'm Ashley Willington, and you're watching The Campfire. This week, we are breaking down District 23-6A. Let's see who the teams are in the film session. Last year, Pearland Dawson went undefeated in district play by beating Shadow Creek by three points in overtime. Sadly for coach Mike Allison, the Eagles return only five starters and only one on defense. That means some underclassmen are going to have to step up. Kind of like quarterback Colin Johnson stepped up last year when he was thrust into the starting lineup due to injuries and turned that into being co-newcomer of the year. He'll be looking to wide receiver Ashton Stroman to help put points on the board. If the defense can come into shape, Dawson could make a serious push at back-to-back -back titles. If not, it might be the Shadow Creek Sharks wearing the crown. Coach Brad Butler's son, Duke, takes over for Kyron Drones at quarterback, and he'll have Kelvin Brown toting the rock in the backfield. Defensively, look for Dewan Lewis to be a playmaker. Pearland returns running back Dominic Cerna, who won our player of the year with his 99-yard touchdown in week one. On defense, Dylan Dixon and Amari Deason will lead the way. Strike Jesuit should be in playoff contention as they return five starters on both sides of the ball, but some juniors will need to grow up quickly. As for the Elite ISD teams, Taylor will show off speed at the wideout position behind Tyler King as they look to improve on a two and three district season. Hastings strength lies on the offense and defensive lines. Imuvok Gagafin is a monster on the O-line, while defensive lineman David O'Kee has been given the freakish athlete label. Elsick and Alvin will try to improve on one-win seasons. Some awesome teams in District 23-6A. That Pearland ISD is one of the toughest in the Houston area. So let's see who some of the best players are as we introduce you to them and our players on the rise. One of the top running backs returning to 23-6A is Pearland's Dominic Cerna. He ran for 709 yards as a junior, including 99 of them on this play in week one. Cerna runs a 4.6 and will team up with Kennedy Lewis to give the Oilers quite the one-two punch in the backfield. Cerna may be the Houston area sleeper running back for 2021. At Alif Taylor, the Lions welcome back wide receiver Tyler King. King is a speedy wideout that defensive backs have to respect or he will blow right past them. As a junior, he caught 20 passes for 230 yards and a couple of scores. He runs a 10.21-100 and is a two-time state track medalist. King was first-team all-district selection and does damage on the kick return game as well. He'll be going to Texas Tech after this season. Elite Hastings defensive end David O'Kee is trouble on the line. At 6'4", 235 pounds, O'Kee is tough to block with even two guys as he uses his high football IQ to find ways around you. He has gotten several D1 offers and should get more his senior season. Look for O'Kee to be big problems for offenses in the district. Another huge defensive prospect in this district is Pearland safety Dylan Dixon. He had four picks last year for the Oilers, including one he brought back for six. And he could play linebacker as well as safety. Dixon had 52 tackles and forced a couple of fumbles, which was enough to catch the eye of several D1 schools. When it was all said and done, Dixon decided to verbally commit to the University of Colorado.
phenomenal players in 23-6A, and they are led by some phenomenal coaching. We bring in the Pearland Dawson head coach, Mike Allison, for our Media Day segment. All right, it's Media Day. We are talking 23-6A, and we have head coach of Pearland Dawson, Mike Allison, with us. Coach, you guys, in a very weird year, went through the district quite nicely at undefeated 7-0 you went 10-1 facing a tough uh, North Shore team there at the end but it looks like you're sitting back replacing daggone your whole off the defense I mean is, what do you what do you think about how graduation hits you and how you're going to jump back on top you know it uh, last year was extremely strange and I couldn't be more proud of the kids and of the coaches and how they adapted and uh you know we were blessed with with a lot of success last year and uh, heck, I guess it was about as fun as it could have been with all the different things that were going on. Um, and yes, you know, we have, we have four returning starters on offense, uh, zero returning starters on defense and, uh, and a dang good kicker that's coming back. So, um, that, that group that we had last year of seniors were very talented. They had a lot of experience. They were, uh, it was a really good group of kids, but, uh, we're excited about the challenge, you know, the, the, the program here at Dawson is built on, on family. And, uh, you know, when one group comes, goes out, you know, the, the next group is gonna step up and, and get the job done. You know, it's, it's gonna be a challenge. Uh, or we're gonna have to get experience in a hurry, uh, but the expectations don't change. I, I gotta be honest, I'm worried every week. Um, you know, we have Shadow Creek, obviously, who has had all kinds of success since they've been open. They're very talented. Pearland, of course, is a, uh, you know, successful program. Uh, coach Tulos does a good job with those guys over there. Um, Alvin, new coach, uh, you know, they run the option, which is always difficult to prepare for because you don't see it very often. Those kids play real hard. Uh, and then the A-Leaf schools, Taylor Hastings and uh, Elsick, they're, they're always very talented. And they, I think, in our district, they probably got hit with the COVID stuff harder than any of the rest of us. Thank you for joining us, Coach. Man, I can't wait to see what happens in uh, District 23-6A. Good deal. Thank you, Ward. I appreciate all that y'all do uh, for the for the high school athletes and, and, and promoting all this stuff. We really do appreciate it. And, and I thank you for having me today. Coach Allison, thank you so much for joining us here on the campfire. You can catch the entire interview with the Pearland Dawson headman on Thursday in our media day segment. We have Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube that that will be going out to. Now we bring in the inside high school sports insider, Matt Harris for the district breakdown. All righty. It is district breakdown time. My man, Matt Harris is with me, our inside high school sports insider. We are talking 23-6A. Uh, last year, it was an introduction to 6A for Shadow Creek. They they stumbled around a little bit in district play because those Pearland, Pearland teams are pretty good. What do you think is going to happen this year? Oh, yeah. I mean, district play Shadow Creek fared pretty well, 4-1 and one with a narrow loss to Dawson, who had a very impressive squad last year. 6-4 and four overall for the Sharks, which is like three times as many losses as they had in program history. Um, of course, that's what you get when you go – 32 and one or 31 and one, whatever it was in your first two seasons of varsity football. Uh, but Shadow Creek had a little bit of a rough awakening in 6A. Lost to Katie in round three. 
uh, and, and they're going to have to really reload this year. They lose uh, Kyron Drones at quarterback, who's off to Baylor, C.J. Gidry at wide receiver, Kelvin Brown in the backfield, uh, Greg Hancock out wide as well. So they're going to have to retool pretty much the entire offense. Uh, defense does return Jaden Scott, who is a fantastic uh, player for them, but uh, a lot of retooling to do at Shadow Creek. Now, the real shine of the district was Pearland Dawson. One loss on the year to North Shore in round two. Of course, North Shore, in all reality, was probably the second best team in the entire state behind Westlake, who they lost to uh, in round five. But the thing with Dawson is they returned Colin Johnson at, at quarterback, uh, two wide receivers who were outstanding for them last year, and Ashton Stroman and Ryan Gillow. Um, but they lose running backs Jaden Stewart and Torrance Burgess to graduation. So I think if Dawson can figure out the running back situation, they should probably win the district again, depending on how the ever-talented Shadow Creek Sharks retool the offense. We will see how this district pans out, and I appreciate it. we got one more district left to go, 24-6A, and we'll talk about that next week. Yes, sir. Matt Wiss, great insight as always. We only have a couple of episodes of the Campfire left, so join us for the next couple of Mondays for some jam-packed shows. Until then, I'm Ashley Bullington, and thank you so much for watching the Campfire.